What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast. That's right, the only sports podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino. I'm not going to point this time. Yes, I am. He's right over there. Nailed it. Nailed it. I'm somewhere. <laughs> but what's going on today, Casino? Not much. Much better day than yesterday. Um, we tried to do this yesterday, and that was the only thing I was looking forward to yesterday because yesterday started off as a shit day and it yeah. just kept snowballing snowballing and i'm like all right cool we're gonna do the podcast on thursday it's gonna make me feel better i'm gonna have a better day and of course it didn't work so it just continue to snowball and make my day shit so but yeah. today's better which uh, was funny because yesterday my day was great and then it gradually got shit so i feel like our podcast not happening yesterday it really could have turned the tides for both of us. And instead, you started shitty. I ended shitty. But today, the tide is turning, Casino. We're going to have a great day. And I have some exciting news for you that I just looked up. So for this podcast, every one of our episodes gets like more views. People are listening longer. So whoever you are on YouTube, thank you so much. But... We get, we're still a podcast, first and foremost. We get the majority of our listens on the podcast. I don't know who all you people are, but as of today, we've been doing this podcast for, what, two, three months? Maybe a little longer? Right beginning of the season, whatever it was. We have just hit, as of yesterday, 250 downloads. So, I don't know who you are. I don't listen to us as a podcast. I watch us on YouTube. Uh, my wife listens to the podcast. So I don't know who the other 249 of you are out there, but thanks for listening. I don't know how you hear heard about us, but I'm glad you're here. Glad you're sticking around. Well, they just they just looked up sports podcasts, and I mean, it was easy. We're, We're the, the only, only ones. One. So. That's true. Can't believe only 250 people are looking for a sports podcast, but that's because it's brand new. We got to, you know, we got to tell people, hey, you love podcasts about movies or, you know, entertainment or murder. Now there's one for sports. We're here. And it's easy to find because we're the only sports podcast. But let's uh, dive in, Casino. Well, before, we, before we dive in, we don't have to do the Raiders price watch anymore. I have bought the ticket. It is confirmed. What? Was wait let's let's start out. Oh, you already got me. You you you. you. It, so I I watched it though. Um, so I can tell you what it was Tuesday. Tuesday it was two twenty five. So whatever uh -huh. it came down from before on Monday. Well, it started. Let me set this up. It started at four hundred, I believe, and then it went down all the way to two seventy eight, dropped to two sixty eight, then it went. To 311, 263. Last podcast, it was 275. So, what is it now, Casino? And then on Tuesday, it dropped to 225. Whoa. Wednesday, Wednesday it uh, dropped to about 220. And yesterday was 203. Today was two. Today was still, actually, I want to I rephrase this. So, my brother was able to get one extra um, comp ticket for me. So, I only had to look for one. Um, so if we're going off of the two rubric, two person rubric as we have been with game time, it actually jumped back up to um, 
217 for two. Uh, but for a single person, because um, I only need to get one now extra ticket, uh, I got it at 210, which all in, fees all in. Not bad. I will take yeah. it. Yeah. Especially uh, when we started mm. at 400. And then it, with the highest was 311. So your Especially, gamble I mean, paid I, off. But I, like I said, um, having living here in Vegas and my family uh, being in the ether of hospitality world here, um, I was able to, we're, we're going to be in a very nice location. We just needed to get into the game. So between the wife and I, $210 to yeah. go where we're going to be going. Can't beat that. Can't beat it. Can't beat that. Beat it. Uh, but let's uh, actually, you know what? Before we uh, talk about last night's game and then this week, do you want to do a quick World Cup update? The World Ooh. Cup has been set, and yes, uh, yes. you have the floor, Casino. Um, so last we talked, uh, um, we were heading into the semis. Uh, we had Luka Modric versus Lionel Messi. Um, so Argentina versus Croatia. Um, it was a pretty good game. Um, when you looked at it, Croatia was actually putting together a lot of chances early. Then it flipped. Argentina started taking their chances and well, that's the story. Messi looked great. Um, scored a couple, he scored a goal. Um, I think he he scored two, maybe scored two goals. No, he scored one and he assisted, but regardless, he's still contributing this is what I like to see. This is a championship, you know, this is why you're a championship contender is and and why I'm really pleased with his run this year. It's not the team carrying him. He is kind of doing what um, the Steph Curry thing last year, if you follow NBA, where everybody was saying, well, you're not an all-time great unless you win a championship on your back. Last year, he won it on his back, and that's kind of where Messi's going is he's contributing in every game. I think it was huge that they lost their first game of the tournament against Saudi Arabia because I think they were like, oh, gut check. We're, we're mortal. We got to actually tighten up. And they looked great. Um, and then in the France-Morocco game, France ended up winning uh, 2-0, which is 2-0 for you non-football soccer folks. Um, 2-0. Um, Thank you. I was like, nil, is this guy speaking French? Nice. Thank you, Casino. Very <laughs> Thank welcome. You. Um, and, uh, France came out early. They scored in the fifth minute. And then later on in the 70-something, I don't exactly remember when. Um, but Morocco did not go down easy. They, they had some really good chances. There was a bicycle kick that one of the Morocco players did that hit off the post. Oh, my gosh. It was, <laughs> I think the goalie may have been able to get his glove on it still. But – it was solid. It looked great. They had a lot of good chances. So they were in this game, despite what the score shows. They they played really well, and they still have the consolation game for the third-place match um, over the weekend as well. So con- congrats to them. I mean, worst-case scenario, you go out in the World Cup as the fourth-best team. They've No other African nation has ever made it that far, so that is awesome. Um, hopefully they can win third. That would be dope. Who but, are you picking in that game, Croatia versus Morocco? Ooh, man, I, I'll be honest, I don't know. Um, I thought Morocco. No, I didn't think. I know they were playing well, but I didn't think they could continue to sustain against one of the contenders for the cup in France. 
but they looked so good. But I don't know if that's because France got their early goal and they started pulling back a little bit. But um, you know what? I'm going Morocco. I think Croatia. Um, I, I think Croatia. I mean, they've just they've been the better team for more years. Um, but it would be a nice story for Morocco. I mean, because like I was saying, Luka Modric, he just wanted to win the cup. Um, so since he since he didn't, you know, I don't think he really cares about third or fourth. I'm sure he'll play hard, but we'll see. Yeah. But, um, if you take Morocco, I know. I mean, I wouldn't knock them out. I, like what I saw from them against the France game, they had their opportunities. They just didn't score. So then, it comes down to France and Argentina. I want Argentina to win, and that's nothing against France um, and and the French listeners, if we have any. It's nothing against them. I just don't want to see a repeat. I want to see Messi win. That's kind of that. that that's kind of it. Now you want them to win, but are you picking them to win? Um, I I actually am picking them to win. Reason being is, like I said a minute ago, I like how Argentina, I like how Messi is taking it under his wing to to win this. Like he's not relying on anybody else. He wants to win this World Cup for him, obviously for his country, for his you know, uh, and for his team and all that, but with how he's playing he's so determined he's creating chances he's assisted on chances he's making chances uh i think that he will pull it off france they're good they're just solid but they haven't really had to face too much uh yeah adversity this 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 cup like i said argentina they lost against saudi arabia they shouldn't have lost that game you know and then um they've played a few other tough games, but it, I think Argentina will pull it off just because I like how Messi is playing. And I mean, Mbappe, he's a great player for France, but I just, I think Messi and he, and, and he's younger. So I don't, I don't think, obviously you want to win the world cup, but he's got more to go. This is Messi's last one. So with the two superstars for each team, I think Messi is going to, leave literally everything he has and Mbappe will play hard, but it's not, I have to win this cup or I'm done. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, well, plus he already won. So, I mean, so, so you know what we do football picks. Now we're also doing football picks or football picks because you're picking Croatia and Argentina. I'm picking Morocco and France. We're counting it in the football picks casino. Trying anything to get ahead here. That's <laughs> true. All right. That's right. Let's go. Uh, but now let's move on. Also, I will say great timing with the World Cup. It'll be in our time because we're on the West Coast. It'll be Sunday, 7 a.m. So it should be finishing up right at what? Probably around like 9 30, 10 a.m. And then it well, goes that's... right into football and you're good. Right. But you also have, um... oh, sorry. Uh, where am I thinking? Uh, you also have the second game though, because I believe France and Morocco play right after them. Or no, Croatia and Morocco play tomorrow. Oh, they do play tomorrow instead. Okay, my bad. I thought it was, and that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so they play tomorrow. What time is their game? Is it seven as well, or seven as well? Yeah. Okay. So the last two games of the World Cup are both seven a.m. Pacific time. 
on Saturday and then Sunday. So that's good scheduling right there. Good scheduling. Uh, but let's move to the other football in America. Uh, so let's start off with last night, though. You know it. So we saw the Brock Purdy, and I'm sure we'll also sneak in a Casino Fantasy update here. Yeah, uh, but hey, also, you never responded back to me. I gave you my pick. No, I, I said I agreed one. with you. I said it was Did 49ers. You? Yeah. The Seahawks are dead in the water, and they have been for the past. Oh, yeah. you, no, no, you didn't agree. You just said, I said, Purdy, Purdy was my pick tonight. I'd assume yours too. And you go, oh, yeah, Seattle is uh, Seattle is done. So right I guess. There. I said, sure, oh, yeah, sure. Seattle is done. Fine. Uh, but, yeah, so the – Brock Purdy led San Francisco 49ers, uh, who are now 10 and 4, one against the now 7 and 7 Seattle Seahawks, 21 to 13. Uh, Purdy threw two touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey had a rushing touchdown. And then Geno Smith actually didn't look too bad in this game. But, and also, I was kind of impressed with Seattle's defense. I mean, holding this offense to only three touchdowns, I mean, they are usually guaranteed to give up at least 30. So I actually walked away from this game being, I well, I, I think the Seahawks are done. I don't think they'll uh, make the playoffs at this I point. Either. I don't either. But that's, that's, that's Detroit coming up, man. Let's do it. Yeah. But Let's I was actually in. more impressed with how Seattle played than the 49ers because I was underwhelmed by the 49ers like they only scored 21 points against the now since Detroit has figured out their defense the worst defense in the league is Seattle and I don't even think it's close and they held them to three touchdowns but Seattle's schedule is next week Chiefs then Jets and then they end on Rams and the Rams might be you know a formidable opponent I see what you're saying that you know they impressed you a little bit but even though I like Brock Purdy and he's putting up okay numbers, he's still a third string quarterback. I'm sure oh, you know, yeah. they've, they've brought down the, you know, the play calling a bit to be a little bit more elementary. Um, but I mean, he, cause he only went 17 for 26 two seventeen and two TDs, no INTs, which I mean, those are okay numbers, not the great completion numbers, but I mean, he got most of that during the first half and the second half, um, they, they pretty much shut the door, but that's when McCaffrey kind of went off on, on the running. Um, so he, he really didn't have to worry all that much. Um, he didn't have to throw a whole bunch because once they got out on the lead, they kind of just slow play the clock. Um, but you could definitely tell um, Kittle is his number one receiving target. He had four yeah. receptions for 93 yards. And that one, I mean, that that touchdown he had where it was like the, what, like the fake a reverse flip three times or whatever, where the Seattle defense was, what, just standing there in like zones with nobody around them. And then he just throws it right in the middle. That well, That is one of those plays that only works against the worst defense in the league because they look like they had never seen no, I, anything like that. Right. But also, I mean, he had to go to Kittle so much. Debo, not in. Yeah. Or, so, like, I mean, you, you throw that into the offense and oh, I mean, no. that's your top receiver. So, like, They're scary. I'm not worried about San Fran at all. 
Um, if they do stay a little, if if it could worry me. The only thing I do see is you, you know you're talking about this defense, and I'm saying that it's a little elementary getting into the playoffs and start playing a better team. I'm sure they're going to play very well, but that would be my only concern. Um, Cause you, you, you said, I don't know if it was through text or whatever. Um, their last five games, four games, whatever it is now are kind of cupcakes. So well, actually casino. And thank you for doing this great segue that we didn't plan at all. So this works out. How many teams with a, each other. <laughs> how many teams that are currently in the playoffs or a playoff caliber team if you had to guess off the top of your head how many teams you can include seattle so we know the answer is at least two how many playoff teams do you think this 49ers team has played and beat this season i want to say five so including seattle which will give two, and they beat them both times. They blew out the Dolphins, if we remember at this point three weeks ago. The Buccaneers are technically in the playoffs, so they also blew them out. So the two teams in the playoffs so far they've played, they have blown out. They beat Seattle both times, and then the other team they won against was the Chargers, and then they got blown out by the Chiefs. So it's really, you actually nailed it. It's five teams, but it's technically six games because they played Seattle twice. Now, in those games, do we don't know and we don't think the Buccaneers are good, right? They're leading the worst division in maybe football history if you add up, you know, wins and losses and all that kind of shit. They're only uh, applicable to that one year where Seattle got in the playoffs and even that division was better than their division they're in now. The only team they've played that is legitimately quote unquote good are t- are two, the Dolphins and the Chiefs, right? They blew out the Dolphins and then they got blown out by the Chiefs. So, and then they played the Chargers within five. So of the three, like quote unquote good teams, because I don't think we, we think Seattle is a good team, right? We've been talking about on this podcast that they're not a good team because their defense is the worst in the league, right? I mean, Gino even played in that game good, but they have to score minimum 30 points a game to win. Uh, so in their games against those teams, they've blown out a good team, got blown out by a good team, and then played within five points of a good team. So again, what it is, are we overvaluing this 49ers team just based on reputation um I mean I don't think so I I don't think so look look at their roster um they they can put stuff together look look what they're doing with the third string quarterback um they're making it work Debo is trying to be healthy and I mean this is their this is the, the third quarterback this season that they are on like that is that is tough for any organization to do because now your players have to adjust to how that quarterback plays. So I don't think we're overhyping just because it's the organization. I just think they're good. And I think they're good. They got better when they got McCaffrey. They filled that void. Um, And I, I think it's really impressive what they have done with the struggles they've had to keep player, important players, not saying star players, but important players, 
in their positions. Um, they have to keep pivoting and they pivot well. Um, and I think they're, I think they're going to figure it out here since we know Purdy is their quarterback going into the playoffs, unless he gets hurt again. And then that's a whole new, you know, Pandora box waiting to open. But if Purdy does, is their quarterback into the playoffs and they're able to sustain and, and play against, you know, these weaker-ish teams going into the playoffs, that gives them confidence. That makes them feel good. They offense has kind of figured it out. The offensive line, they understand how Purdy plays. Uh, Purdy understands how they play um, when it comes to like having to scramble or stuff like that. So, um, or how he steps up into the pocket. It's all, it's little things, but it's all important things. So I, I'm not worried as of yet. Um, if they go, another big player goes down or if Purdy goes down, then, then, you know, we might be calling people out of the water on this one because the sharks are coming. Yeah. Now that's a good one. Uh, what is it? But I actually asked you that question and it sounded like I was, dis- I was going to disagree with you. I actually agree with you. I just wanted to point just out like that agreeing with me in general. Well, no, no, I did. I don't disagree with you. That's what know, I'm saying. I'm, I'm just saying in general, you always try to find something to disagree with me. I mean, yeah. we'll be talking about our, um, we, we promised the viewers we would talk about our, and we already did, but I don't think we went in depth about no, no. our, when we get to our, hockey. Uh, yes, our, our date night, but um, yeah. You know, I wanted that margarita margarita pizza and said it was going to be good. And you're like, no, man, I had a margarita pizza. It's what it is, man. Just, no. Yeah. I'm trying to find something. And that it. was, yeah. First was off, choice, great example. Second great off, <laughs> uh, so the 49ers, they, I am worried about them and they do scare me, but only from the standpoint of I'm an Eagles fan and they seem like the, if the Eagles are 1A, the 49ers seem like 1B, 1A, 1B, however you want to say it, because they scare me because they are built the exact same way as the Eagles are built, right? They have a great running game. They yeah, have a great the Niners, defense. The Niners don't have been the MVP of the, of the league. I mean, that's true, but they do have – Jimmy G didn't scare me. Brock Purdy scares me because he is a dual threat quarterback. He can run. He can throw it. When you bring in like a Mike Shanahan, you know, designed offense, the only thing that will save Philly in that game is they're going to be at home. They're going to be rested. And who knows if the 49ers get back Debo in time. Are you giving, are you giving credit to Shanahan? You love him so much. I don't, I don't think he's a, good coach i think he's a great offensive coordinator so and i think he's a great play designer but i think this team i think the most incredible thing is he is he's the best play designer yeah but i think this team is most dangerous because of how well put together the team is which i don't think is a shanahan thing I think it's a John Lynch and that front office where, you know, they've put together this crazy roster that has, you know, one of the best, if not the best defense in the league. We talked about that. And that's the the thing that is going to be really interesting about if we get to that point where it's a Philadelphia versus 49ers, uh, you know, showdown because they have similar offenses. They're both scary on offense. And then, the 49ers have the best run defense. The Eagles have the best pass defense. So it's going to be like one of those things where can the 49ers uh, 
establish a run game with that offense. We've seen weeks where, you know, Christian McCaffrey gets 13 attempts and he only goes for 30 yards and they just can't establish anything on the run. We have not seen an Eagles game where they can't establish where we haven't seen an Eagles game where if they can't establish the run, then they just beat you with the pass. If they can't establish the pass, they beat you with the run. We haven't seen a game where they get shut down and can't answer to, you know, what they, the others, if they get shut down in the run, they do pass. If they get shut down in the pass, they do run. We haven't seen them shut down yet. So, but we also haven't seen them play as great a defense as the 49ers because there isn't one. So, I mean, you know, Obviously, forgetting the Cowboys defense, that is best defense that's ever been in the NFL. Gotcha. But uh, I do, I want to touch on a little bit. Um, I so I know we don't, you know, we're we're strictly sports. We don't talk about the politics things or you know all that kind of on the outside. You know, we don't talk about a lot of scandals. I know we did, you know, beginning of our podcast, but um, I do want to talk about. Uh, we're talking about offensive uh, play design. So um, Mike Leach passing away. Oh, yeah. He was one of the greatest offensive minds. I mean, he coached Patrick Mahomes. And, and, I mean, look look what Mahomes did, you know, and and does. Um, um, So crazy. You you know, um, my buddy that – my buddy that you almost fought at that house party that we had (laughs) to over a stupid basketball play, uh, that was actually his uncle. So Really? Yeah. Um, So that's – uh, I've never, I never got to meet um, Mike Leach, but um, just I wanted to do a quick touch on that. Just talking about off, like high-powered offenses and um, uh, Shane him with like play design. Mike Leach was one of the greatest offensive coaches out there. Um, yeah, and and when it came to play design, he he came up with the air raid offense, which is first so. off a super badass name. That oh, is yeah. a fucking cool name for an offense. Oh, air raid offense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just, I mean, just wanted to say. Yeah. That. No, say I that. agree. Plus the, the, the he was. Of, the, the sport of football lost, you know, lost a good guy. Um, and that's not to, and also not to take away anything from the World Cup guy that. that uh, oh, the, the journalist. The journalist that passed away. Um, this was just a tie to, we were talking about uh, the offensive prowess. So I, I just wanted to touch touch on that so i mean we can now move off of that but well also rest in peace to the world cup it was grant wall who apparently died from a brain aneurysm while in the world cup so yeah just two and apparently again i don't follow soccer but he was also a sports illustrated writer who his most famous like cover story was the LeBron James before he came out of high school that just said the chosen one on it like one of those you know iconic sports illustrated covers with the title he wrote that so he was yeah from what everybody says great writer you know uh, one of the best when it came to like covering the world cup and soccer and stuff like that so yeah rest in peace to both those guys and just wanted to shout out casino Yeah. yeah no I agree both uh, Titans in their respective fields that, like, yeah, will be missed. But let's move on to the Sunday games now that we've talked about the uh, Thursday night game. Is there, before we move on, Casito, is there any hope for Seattle mm-hmm. to get in the playoffs or you think they're done? I think they're done. 
I think they're done. Uh, I said I kind of touched on it last episode. Um, Gino's had a great season um, for the situation he was in. Um, yeah, but I think they're going to start flying down to earth a little bit more right now. But um, well, and especially that one-two punch of playing the Chiefs and then the Jets, who will both be still fighting for playoff position as well. You know, the Jets just to get into the playoffs and then the Chiefs to get that number one uh, week one bye. I think both those teams are better than the Seahawks. And yeah, it's going to be definitely an uphill battle. But let's move on to the rest of the games that are Sunday this week. We also have, I believe, a couple Saturday games. They are switching to, I don't know if it's just this week or maybe the next no, we've couple got weeks till we've the got... end of the season. Well, oh, it's going to always... be. Uh, oh, yeah. Three. Next week, there's almost half the games are Saturday because yeah, so it's, it's Christmas it's, Eve. It's that, it's that Christmas Christmas thing where they do football games on Saturday. So we do have yeah. three tomorrow. We have Colts, Vikings, Ravens, Browns, Dolphins, Bills. Um, and they're, you can watch them all. None of them play at the same time. Uh, so let's just start off with that tomorrow. At the 10 a.m. game, we have Vikings, Colts in Minnesota. Also, this week as a whole, some real shit games, like some shit matchups. I think there's I mean, one th- th- there's, or there's maybe two that look okay. But like I'm in terms of teams with like winning records, I believe it's only two. I think it is literally only Bengals, Bucks, Titans, Chargers, and But we've got other good games. Like tomorrow you have Bills, Dolphins, which can oh. pretty much be the division. Um that's and true. Then- and then on Sunday, you have Jets-Lions. I want to watch that game because both of those teams are fighting for a last playoff spot. Uh, that yeah. would be a good one to watch. Um, Meh. No matter how much no matter how much I, I, I can't stand these two teams, it won't be a fun game to watch, but Falcons-Saints <laughs> is a bit important. Um, and then uh, Patriots-Raiders because, I mean, the, I, I don't think the Raiders are going to make a playoff spot. I mean, they're too far back, but the Patriots, they need this win. Um, yeah. So, and then and then you have the Giants and Commanders. So I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Giants and Commanders, you know, both of them fighting for a playoff spot. So I, I push back against you, my friend. <laughs> no, push. I still well, – well, my – what I said was teams with winning records. So only – uh buccaneers are six and seven so they don't even qualify it's literally only titans chargers uh dolphins bills and then giants commanders those are the only three games where two teams with a winning record play each other but that's what makes it exciting because then you have a few of those other games um where teams are trying to fight for the playoffs yeah yeah i mean i agree with you lions jets seems fun uh I don't think Bills Dolphins will be close. I think Bills blow them out. And I then think so this time around, yes. I think Titans Chargers and then Giants Commanders will be fun. I think every other game will be yeah, I, I think mean, there, it'll there's a, there's a few pickums in this. So. Oh, yeah. Uh all right, but let's start with the first game tomorrow, 10 a.m. West Coast time, the 4-8 and 1 Indianapolis Colts at the 10 and 3 Minnesota Vikings. You going with the upset pick here, Casino? Ooh, I mean, I, I, I'll i be honest. I don't think the Colts are awful. I mean, they're bad. They're bad. <laughs> but could they beat the Vikings? It's a high possibility. But don't I'm, you disrespect them. Skull. 
Skull. Skull. Skull. Skull. Skull. Skull. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Vikings on this one. I just don't think the Colts need it. And the Vikings, they want to keep their their seating. Um, considering the Colts aren't going to make the playoffs, the Vikings, they definitely need their seating. So I'm going to stick with Vikings on this one. So you well, this this away. This all comes down to do the Colts players like Jeff Saturday being their coach, right? Because we've seen the Lions. They clearly love Dan Campbell as their coach. So they're fighting. You could tell they fight for him to make sure he remains their coach. So do these Colts players fight for Jeff Saturday to remain the coach because the next I don't know the answer to that but that's a good that's a good uh, good take there but um I mean that's the why they call me the, hot the take line, yeah, ugh, gross <laughs> the line's only uh three and a half for the Vikings at home so I mean they're not showing them much love no well I mean and the we talked about this last episode the the last month has been really uh you know really put a mirror up to certain teams and like showed them, you know, either all their strengths or all their faults. The last month for the Vikings has been rough. They got, remember they got dismantled by the Cowboys losing 40 to three. They barely beat your Vikings team 33 to 26. They were two completions away in that Jets Vikings game from losing that one at the end. Then they lost to the Lions last week in a game where, if you look at the scoreboard, way closer than how that game felt. That game felt like it was Lions the entire fucking game. And then this week, they get the Colts. So they've literally got blown out, had a win they squeaked by in, and then a game they got just completely dominated on. And then they had whatever the game was against the Patriots where they won that one. So... It's been a real up or down month. All that being said, I don't think the Vikings lose to the Colts, but am I betting this game? Would I put money on this game? Absolutely not, because I don't know what to make of this Vikings team, and I don't know what version of this Vikings team we're going to play. They they played in the past month where you could see them winning or losing against any team in the league. Like It's been a rough month, but we're still both going Vikings, right? Yes, but again, I'm going upset pick would be, do you believe these players like Jeff Saturday? I haven't seen anything to say they don't. But then again, I really haven't seen anything to say they do unless, you know, we go back to his first game against the Raiders where they beat him. But that was a long time ago. Uh, Next up, we have the Baltimore Ravens nine and four at the massaging led cleveland browns oh, five and eight it does not sound yummy mess how do you say that it's masseur or whatever uh masseuse masseuse that is a cool that is a cool word but uh the number one masseuse and, enemy you on french words you've already <laughs> uh deshaun watson masseuse nil i know and well, I'm picking France of the World Cup, so I gotta start, you know, using these. Uh, this will be my coup de gras, is I will be <laughs> as saying French words. <laughs> um, uh, uh, as for this game, uh, Lamar Jackson officially ruled out, so yeah. it will be Tyler Huntley versus Deshaun Watson. I, I don't know, this is gonna be a horrible game to watch. It's supposed to be, be it, it's supposed to be snowy. It's 33 degrees, supposed to be snow. 
which means it would have to be 32 degrees at least but whatever you know i'm not i'm no meteorologist but i i, I did go to elementary school allegedly, um, allegedly. Uh, uh, but i don't know man uh, it has a cleveland minus three maybe uh i think i'm gonna go with cleveland on this just because of the run game i don't know man i don't know what, what what's your take on this one this one's tough so this, baltimore this, this, this looks like a garbage game i mean yeah I don't know. well remember uh we talked about this a couple weeks ago where san francisco has like an historically great rush defense right at the as of today and remember they played one more game than everybody they're still leading as the uh leading uh uh rush defense in the league they're only allowing 74 yards a game the second best run defense in the entire league is the Baltimore Ravens and they're only allowing 81 yards per game. So still San Francisco is like, this feels like historic level of rush defense because to have played an extra game and still be that far ahead of everybody in terms of allowing the least amount of yards is fucking crazy. So then it comes down. I'm sorry. Are you, so does that mean you're taking Baltimore? Well, this is my case, Casino. The Browns are a rushing team, right? They have that two-headed monster of Hunt and uh, Chubb, and then they're led by an actual monster, which is Deshaun Watson. So if you, if the Ravens so so stop, monster. Uh, yeah, if the Ravens stop the two-headed monster and have to deal with only the regular monster. We have not seen anything in the past two games to think Deshaun Watson can be a viable quarterback threat, at least this season. So that's why I'm picking the Baltimore Ravens, because they're going to stop the run. They're going to sh- say, OK, uh, Watson and Amari Cooper and Njoku, the tight end, like beat us and I don't think the I don't think the Browns have enough firepower. I don't think the Ravens defense is bad enough to allow Deshaun Watson in 2022 to beat them. So I think it's Ravens, but I agree with you. This game is going to be ugly. It's going to be a gross game to watch, like most Watson games are. And I'm picking the Ravens. Uh, just so you know, these are all on NFL Network, by the way. So we can watch them all. We can watch them all. Uh, next up, the... Wait, does that mean if I can watch them all with Sunday Pass? No. No. You don't have NFL Network? They might be free have... online if you... Uh, I, don't I don't know. I don't have cable. I don't know. Uh, next up, the nightcap of the Saturday games, the 8-5 and five Miami Dolphins at 10-3 and three Buffalo Bills. It might be windy. It might be snowy. It will definitely be cold. So who are you picking in this game, Casino? I'm going to take the Bills. Um, kind of the same reason as last week is Buffalo. They they got to keep going. And now this is this could be close to division. You know, mm-hmm. Miami wins this one. Buffalo loses. They're within a game. Miami, all it takes is one more game. Miami is now ahead of them. Um, man, but we've talked about it, and I'm going to elaborate on it again. Buffalo's offense is struggling i still think that they could get it together they're still a super bowl favorite um i just don't get it i don't get it 
how they could be a Super Bowl favorite. And last time I checked, they were still Super Bowl favorites. I don't yeah. get how they could still be a Super Bowl favorite when they've had four or five weeks now where they can't correct their offense. They, they do enough, but you got to be to win the Super Bowl. You have to be firing on almost all cylinders. Yes. So, um, I don't care how decent their defense is. They've got to step up. Do I still think they beat Miami? Um, despite all of, you know, got to win it for the division kind of thing. I still think they do. I think Miami's slipping. Um, kind of touched on the last episode where Tua, he's with that great receiving core. He's starting to slow up a bit. Um, so I'm going to go Buffalo. I don't know if I agree with the minus seven that's on there. Could easily no. be that. Um, it could be. It could easily be that. But um, I think with it being a nasty game, it could be closer than people are thinking. Um, well, the this the, the total over under is only forty four. They're taking the weather into effect. So, well, this is one of those games where these two teams are oddly close together and everybody's just acting like buffalo especially like you said in the last month is just like head and shoulders better than miami and it's hey, like have, hey, again hey, hey, hey that's my hair brand that's oh my mine too brand. see yeah. we agree dandruff? head and shoulders do you get dandruff no no i just like how um you can get a two-pack of shampoo and conditioner at target for ten dollars that's literally the only reason why I do it. I, I actually get them where they're like combined. I'm that guy. Ugh. It's not good for your hair casino. Well, and I will say one of the strong points of myself is my hair. Well, yeah, look, I mean, mine's flat. Yours is not. So I've got multiple compliments in my life on my hair. At least three more or not less than five. So. <laughs> um, but... just, i wear too many hats and beanies and it just flattens everything out yeah that's why i have some that's why i have dandruff is because i don't let my scalp breathe well see i just have a giant forehead and my yeah. hair i don't want to say it's receding but it's definitely with age kind of going back a little so you know okay lebron <laughs> yeah i mean let's hope nobody in my family has receding hairline so i honestly think it's just i have a giant forehead yeah look at that look at that that's a giant forehead so if and it's always like glistening you see the light off it i can't help it stop eating peppers <laughs> yeah uh but <laughs> to get uh back to this game casino uh both these teams are super similar i don't know why people are acting like uh miami's gonna be like oh we're going up they're going up to the cold to play in buffalo like yeah the Dolphins play in the AFC East. I'm pretty sure they're used to playing in cold places when their three divisional opponents are New York, Buffalo, and New England. Like, I'm, I'm sure they're used to playing in the cold weather. But it's also that thing where Miami doesn't have a rushing offense. The Bills' only rushing offense is Josh Allen. So the Dolphins are ranked 29th in rush yards per game the bills are ranked eighth and i have no fucking idea how i have no idea how the buffalo offense is a top 10 rushing offense with what we see from them every game but for that reason alone i am going with the bills as well because i don't think the 
Dolphins, I think they're regressing as an offense where the Bills, even if they're just mm. average, can move the ball on this team. The Dolphins defense hasn't really done anything all year. They are seventh, though, in rush defense. So could that be a factor? I don't know. But Buffalo's fourth, and then they are oh, they are 19th in pass uh, defense, but are you going to be really passing the ball that much in this game? No. Maybe I feel like this game is going to be all wide receiver screens, all bubble screens, all slant passes to Tyreek. And honestly, that might be the formula to win. But yeah, I agree with you. I really do think uh, Dolphins might be out of it. And Bills, I really think it's going to come down to that uh, Bengals game next week where. They might go, again, we talked about it. They might drop from number one seed all the way to number five. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, Kansas City gets tripped up in a game and the Bengals are suddenly the number one team in the AFC with home field division throughout the, or home field uh, advantage throughout the playoffs. It's a real possibility if you look at the schedule. It's crazy. Uh, next up, the first of our Sunday morning games. And it just so happens to be the 12 and 1 Philadelphia Eagles at the 3 and 10 Chicago Bears it's what's crazy about this game is with all the talk this week you would think the Eagles were playing the Cowboys but they're not so let's talk about it casino uh Mika let's Parsons talk. was on the Von Miller podcast and there are some common misconceptions about this People keep saying he was asked the question by Von Miller. By the way, that's no, not he a sports wasn't. podcast. That's that's not a sports podcast. No, I don't know what it is. It's a Von Miller is a radio show or something. I don't know. But he, uh, there's common that's misconceptions it. when other sports talk shows talk about this. They keep saying that Von Miller asked Mika Parsons about Jalen Hurts. If you listen to the uh, the, the show, Ooh. no, he didn't. He was not asked. A he did not ask Mika Parsons a question. Mika Parsons brought this up on his own and asked Von Miller the question. And then Von Miller kind of asked back like, well, what do you think? So this is people are trying to be like, he was asked a question. He gave his honest answer. No, he wasn't. He brought this up to talk shit about Jalen Hurts so he could talk shit about Jalen Hurts. This was not him asking a question. This was him asking a question and then answering it himself. So he said, uh, is it Jalen Hurts or is it the team? Uh, and then he also, a clip that is also not being shown, he then compared Jalen Hurts to Brock Purdy and said, it was the same situation where it's the system and it's a system quarterback put on a great team. So uh, what's your take, Casino? I mean, your just your lovely, fiery uh, attitude is my take on that. I agree exactly with what you're what you're trying to put across here. It's outrageous. This <laughs> complete insanity. I, I don't. I don't understand how you could say that about Jalen Hurts because you say, okay, say the system, right? Well, that system is the best system ever created then because that means they have something in place for every 
everything that happens on that field. Which that and then not only to that, say that was the case, that it was the system. He still has to react to that system correctly and do it at a hundred percent flawless, which he pretty much is. So if it was a system, he's just amazing at doing what he's doing. Um, but that's not that's not the case. He's just he's a good quarterback. You put him on any team right now, and they would be better. And I'm including, and I'm in I am, I am including the Chiefs. I am including Sanford. You put him on any team in in the NFL right now, and he would make your team better. Well, also, um, uh, first off, I like people keep being like, if you put Patrick Mahomes on the Eagles, you would make that trade in a heartbeat, and he would make the Eagles better. No, first off, no, he wouldn't, because to be better, he literally has to win one more game. And I'm sorry, this season has, is Patrick Mahomes undefeated, because if you put him on the Eagles, he would have to be undefeated to make that team better because that's the only team they lost to. And people keep saying, uh, oh, well, it's just the system. It's just the system. It's just the system. So I'm sorry, was the um, was the Kansas City Chiefs a shithole franchise before Patrick Mahomes got in there? So Patrick Mahomes started in 2018. In 2017, the Chiefs were 10 and 6. In 2016, they were 12 and 4. 2015, they were 11 and 5. 2014, they were 9 and 7. 2013, they were 11 and 5. So the year before Patrick Mahomes started for the Chiefs, they went 12 and 4. The year after he started for the Chiefs, they went 10 and 6. No, no, I'm sorry. In 2017, they went 10 and 6. So the year prior to that, they went 12 and 4. So with Patrick Mahomes, they lost two more games than the year than they had the previous year. And then he went 12 and 4, 12 and 4, 14 and 2, 12 and 5. So again, people act like Mahomes wasn't he didn't end up at Kansas city that had already established a great team with a great coach with great weapons. Like they were already a great team and winning that division and getting deep into playoff runs before Mahomes got there. The Eagles won the super bowl. And then it's been a dumpster fire from 2018. They won in 2017. So it's been a dumpster fire from 2017 to 2022. So then all of a sudden Mahomes or uh, Hertz comes in and now they're 12 and one and the favorites in the NFC, at least to win the Super Bowl. So this like fucking insane narrative where Patrick Mahomes went to a one in 16 team and now all of a sudden they're Super Bowl champions like is not the case. Like we need to stop this fucking garbage where everybody just like does it take. And then they just stick to that take. And then it's just like, no matter what happens, I'm still going to revert back to that take. Uh, oh, segue. Thank you so much. So the segue to this casino is now we have uh, piggybacking on Mika Parsons' comments. We have everybody's favorite uh, son of a quarterback, Chris Sims, right? 
who before the start of this season had Jalen Hurts ranked as the 40th best quarterback in the league. There's 32 teams. So he thought there was seven backups who were better than Jalen Hurts before the season started. So now, of course, Jalen Hurts is the MVP front runner. And Chris him uh, Chris Sims said he wouldn't get my MVP vote, which he actually does has, have an MVP vote because they give those out to randos, I guess. I don't know. But he said he wouldn't get my MVP vote. They have the best O-line in football, second best wide receiver duo, a great tight end. There's just no way he's more valuable than Mahomes, Allen, or Burrow. No way if Minshew is in, the Eagles are still damn good. I'm sorry. But that's not the question. The question isn't if Minshew is in, are the Eagles still good? The question is, if Minshew is in, is he the front runner for MVP? There's no fucking way because we've seen him as a starting quarterback on stack teams and he was never an MVP candidate. So again, also does Patrick Mahomes have a uh, the best O-line in football? No, but he has a pretty damn good O-line. Does he have uh, this, uh, the best wide receiver duo in the league? No, but he's got a pretty good wide receiver duo. And when he did have a better wide receiver duo, he also didn't go 12 and one, right? I just read off every season of win list. And then also a great tight end. Does Patrick Mahomes have a great tight end or does he have the best tight end in football? Like, again, if we're going to just pick and choose shit, it's just like, we can do this fucking all day. It's uh, was Josh Allen good or great before Stefan Diggs got there? He was good and then he became great. So is it Allen or is it Diggs? Again, ugh. was Burrow, does Burrow have the best wide receiver duo or trio in the league? Yes. Does that mean he is good or the wide receivers are good? Put your hands together. Why not both? So again, you can have a great system. If you don't have the pieces for it, none of it matters. You can have, if you put Tom Brady on, uh, what is it, that Cleveland Brown team that never won a game, that doesn't mean he's going to go 16-0 when they win 0-16 because it's a team sport. Like this insane fucking notion that Mahomes is just this god you can put on any team and he will go undefeated. It's like... His team was great before he got there, and then he was the missing piece to just get them over the edge. Ugh. All right. I've ranted enough, Casito. And then, of course, that I was, have to do that. that. Just... Oh, okay, you still go? Okay, all right. No, keep going. No, no, no. I'm done. But I had to do that because all the Eagles uh, players are smart, and they all just were, like, interviewed about it, and then they were just like, we're playing the Bears this week. Who gives a shit what that guy on a team we're not playing is saying? So they all took the high road. So I had to uh, defend defend my boys, Casino. All right, hop in. Also, okay. uh, fucking goddamn it! <laughs> this this will be the last thing, and it'll be a quick little thing. You. Mika Parsons said that Jalen Hurts is not number one in any category. There's literally, I think. Oh, I just had it pulled up. He is, or he said he's not top five in any category. He's first in passer rating, 
first in interception percentage, like who has the lowest, second in total touchdowns, third in completion percentage, and fourth in total yards in the league. Also insane stat, he has rushed for the most first downs of any player in the league this season. That includes running backs. So he has the most first downs just by himself from running this entire season. Like, that's, it's, again, unquantifiable stuff. He's also maybe the best, like, leader in terms of quarterback in the league. Ugh. All right. So, Casino, all that being said, who do you think's going to win this week? The Eagles or the Bears? The Bears. No, just kidding. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You stay oh. for the rants. You you come for the for the forehead. You stay for the rants. You're still going. No, no, I'm done. Now I am officially done. No more rants. Oh God. <laughs> All right. Well, e- Eagles. I don't. I mean, do we have to even talk about any more about this? Let's move on to the next game. Eagles. Like, uh, think, I'm picking the Bears. Going. Reverse jinx. I think. Uh, You're such an idiot. I, I think Justin Fields is going to light up this Eagles defense, run for 300 yards, and beat the Eagles. Uh, next up, Lions-Jets. I will have no fiery rants about this one. Also, oh to all God. our new podcast listeners, I'm an Eagles fan. I don't know if you could catch that from the last game we talked about. <laughs> but, but, I mean, even if you weren't an Eagles fan, I mean, you're talking about the MVP here and talking about somebody who's not agreeing with this by any means. It's fuck. I I'm not an Eagles fan. I I'm, I'm on this podcast saying I don't like the Eagles. I, I'm not an Eagles fan. I yeah. like them two times a year when they play the Cowboys. That's the only time that I'll cheer for them. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 insanity what the league and how. Most people talking about Jalen Hurts are talking about him. I mean, not everybody. Some people praise the guy, but there's some fucking idiots out there. That just, <laughs> I just don't get. I just don't get. Well, um, so and again, this game. my no, no, my issue was literally just acting like it's like a sin or like unbelievable that people are saying he deserves MVP over Mahomes, and it's just like. They're literally almost like one and two in every passing category. Like MVP is this season, this season. Like they're, they're tied. They're one or two in almost every category. Like it's not unfathomable. And he also has the better team with the better record and watching every Eagles game this year. Like I have, there were at least I can count four games where it was, they won simply because Jalen Hurts. Like the Colts game, again, the Chiefs lost to the Colts. The Colts game, they won simply because Jalen Hurts was their quarterback. That's it. End of discussion. End of discussion. Uh, Next up, Casino. Six and seven Detroit Lions at the seven and six New York Jets. Probably one of the three games I think that are most interesting in terms of playoffs uh, being played this week. Who you got for this one, Casino? Also, what is the line for this one? Minus one and a half for Detroit. And I am going, Oof. I know it's up in Jersey, but I am taking Detroit. Reason well, being. Breaking okay. news. I'm just seeing this. 
breaking news, Zach Wilson is starting this game. Mike White has been ruled out because they have been saying he has not been medically cleared to play. So Zach Wilson will be the starter for this game. That motherfucker making that motherfucking comeback. He's in. So when, was this, when was this breaking news? This was, well, yesterday it said Jets QB Mike White has no doubt he'll play against Lions. Five hours ago. Zach Wilson to start for Jets is Mike White yep. not cleared for contact. You stole my thunder because I actually wake up and read sports stuff in the morning. And I, felt I knew. I knew. Yeah, thank you. I knew <laughs> our favorite motherfucker was starting this game. And I was going to say, and that is why I'm choosing Detroit. Because I don't trust Zach Wilson. So, thank you. I'm just, you know what? I'm just going to hit mute and let you run the show today. Like, this is the BJ show. This is fantastic. Um, but, yeah. So, I'm going to go Detroit because they've been playing better. They're trying to get to that playoff. And I really think they can. And the Jets, I mean, they want to make the playoffs too. But they're not going to do it with Zach Wilson at the helm. We've talked about it. Yes, it's Detroit. They have a bad defense. But they've been playing much, much better. But if it comes out to a shootout between uh, – and, and, and I know the Jets have a good defense. However, I'm rolling with Detroit on this one. I think they have more steam. They've won more games lately than the Jets. Um, the Jets are good. They're hit and miss right now. They're playing tough games. But Detroit just seems like they're on a war path. And no matter how much I love Zach Wilson's off-the-field antics, I don't <laughs> – think he's gonna beat detroit this weekend uh speaking of because zach wilson's playing by the way yeah speaking of disrespected quarterbacks this season mm-hmm. i mean jared goff is probably the most disrespected like i know especially him. uh he has 22 touchdowns seven interceptions with a 65 percent completion percentage on the season three thousand yeah. 352 That's yards really good the past three games he's gone three touchdowns two touchdowns two touchdowns 120 rating 115 rating 98 rating no interceptions like there are certain teams in this league eagles are one of them lions are right there in terms of teams that are just turning on the fucking burners right when you're getting to the end of the season like this lion's uh offense has been great all season but their defense has stepped up but that doesn't mean their offense has stepped down their offense is almost better than it was when they were at the beginning of the season because they've really figured out what they are they have a a great uh one-two punch at running back their offense is one of the it's top four in the league in almost every category they're fun to watch and I agree with you. I don't think – I think the Jets' defense is great. I don't think they have anything to stop this Lions' offense, and I definitely don't think they have anything on offense that can match the firepower of the Lions. So I'm picking the Lions. Uh, just like you said, if it becomes a shootout, which I think it will, I don't think the Jets can keep up, especially with Zach Wilson, who, you know, is throwing for 115 yards a game. Like, unless, you know – this is his breakout game, which will make it fun. But this is one I think both of us will definitely be watching. Uh, I mean, I think the remainder of the games now, we could kind of just roll through. Yeah. Next up, a game I really have no interest in. I don't think there's many, uh, maybe some playoff implications, maybe. 
the five and eight Pittsburgh Steelers at the five and eight Carolina Panthers. The Panthers can still win the NFC South if they win out. Shockingly, the Pittsburgh Steelers can potentially back into the playoffs, but I don't think they will. Uh, who you so, got on this one, Casito? Um, I'm gonna pick the Panthers on this one. Reason being is because the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, and we'll get to that game here in a minute. Is playing Cincy, and I think Cincy rolls them. Um, Carolina, if they win, they're right there. Um, yep. so, and if I'm not mistaken, did they, they've beaten the Tampa. Yeah. They beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, um, Buccaneers earlier. or the Panthers. Yes, they did. Yes. Um, so they've already beat them this year. So they win tomorrow Panthers or yeah, tomorrow and the Panthers lose on, or Bucks lose on Sunday. They take it. Um, so that's why I'm going with. I'm going to kind of cover two games here for that game. Um, I'm picking the Panthers to win. And I'm also picking over on um, the Atlanta and New Orleans side. Again, both these games, I think they're just bad games. I'm not going to really watch them. Um, I am going to say uh, I, New Orleans will probably win this, but I think that it's going to be really tight um, with the Falcons. I think they want to win this as well. Um well, also they, for that game, uh, Mariota's out. He It's going to be Ritter. Right. So right. making his first start against, again, a Saints defense that is no joke. Like so that Saints I, I defense Saints, is legit. So I think the Saints are going to win this one. Um, so that's who I'm picking for here. Uh, but I think Atlanta's are going to really, really try for this. But Carolina beating Pittsburgh to take the, to take the division lead, I think that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think Carolina is going to beat Pitt. Um, and then New Orleans is going to be at beat Atlanta just because, as you were saying, Mariota's out because I made that great move um, <laughs> in Casino's fantasy quarter. Um, <laughs> so I'm really happy there. That's kind of where I'm at with those two games. I don't oh. really, unless you want to talk with them, I don't really have much to talk about. Well, the only thing we have not mentioned is as of two hours ago, Kenny Pickett is listed as doubtful against the Panthers, oh, which means it I would actually be, did not read that one. Yeah, which means it would be uh maybe you should read more fantasy news when you walk uh, wake up casino. Uh but <laughs> I woke up I woke up early. I wake up early. I don't wake up, you know, at a at what what is this? one thirty. I don't wake up at eleven every day. I have a child. I have a That's child. True. Yeah. The childs are the best alarm clock because they're screaming in your face to wake up at seven AM which is fun. Uh, but so that means it'll be Mitchell Trubisky, probably most likely. I mean, if it's Friday already and they're still listing him as doubtful, I don't see how he makes it into the game. So I agree with you on both those. I'm picking the Panthers because the Panthers are weirdly surging right now, which makes no sense whatsoever. And then the Saints, better defense, competent offense with a New starting quarterback. I don't think the Falcons have enough to beat that. Let's go to uh, a weird, weird game. Uh, the 10-3 and Kansas City Chiefs at the 1-11-1 Houston Texans who are feisty? Feisty? Can we say they're feisty? Feisty, but, I mean, they played Dallas, and I, I think Dallas has a lot of issues. I don't think Kansas City has a lot of issues. I think KC rolls. It's plus four, uh, minus 14 for KC. It's supposed to be rainy. I'm I'm going KC all day. Um, 
Yeah. I don't, I don't think Houston has a shot in this one. Um, no, I agree. I think uh, Houston. And, 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 and I know that you, you, you talked high about Houston against the Dallas game and you were right. Um, but that's Dallas. This is KC. Two different no, I teams. agree. Well, also, I just think coaching matters in the NFL, and I don't think Mike McCarthy is even in the same galaxy as fucking Andy yeah. Reid. So I don't think – I also think uh, the Texans are going to come in thinking like, oh, we can hang with anybody, and then the score is going to be 21-0, and they're going to be like, no, we can't. I think last week was <laughs> definitely a anomaly compared to a uh, – you know, a trend that's starting with this Texans team, but I think it's Chiefs all day in a blowout. Next up, a game that is mildly interesting. Maybe upset alert on this. The 10 and 3 Dallas Cowboys at the 5 and 8 Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh again, all the talk this week has been Cowboys players talking about the Eagles, which they don't play next week. So maybe a trap game. This seems like the definition of what a trap I, game is. I'm gonna roll with you. I'm I'm picking I'm picking Jack uh, Jacksonville Jags. They're only minus uh, plus four against Dallas. It's gonna be a rainy game. Dak's gonna actually have to try to throw well. Um, I like <laughs> Trevor Lawrence's fight. We've I'm documented. We talk about it all the time. I like how Trevor Lawrence plays. Um, I want I want this upset so bad. <laughs> it, may be, it may be slightly just because I want it so bad, but I think Jacksonville should put a, a little bit of pressure on Dallas. Um, would I be shocked if Dallas wins? No. But it, if they do win, it's not going to be a pretty win. Um, I don't think this time around. Yeah. Weirdly, the Jaguars are kind of still in that playoff hunt, especially if the Titans keep losing like they have been the past couple weeks because the Jacksonville Jaguars are only two games back, but they already beat the Titans. So they would, I believe, hold the tiebreaker uh, if they, you know, ended up with the same record. But as far as this game goes, uh, the Jaguars are weird this season because they've been weirdly competitive. Remember, uh, on November uh, 27th, they beat the Ravens. Then they got absolutely annihilated by the Lions, 40-14. to 14. Then they annihilated the Titans last week, 36-22. to 22. So right there you have them beating a playoff team, them getting rolled by a team that as of right now is not in the playoffs with the Lions. And then you have them destroying not only a divisional opponent but an opponent that is leading their division and in the playoffs right now so again who knows what to make of this Jacksonville Jaguars team I do think the uh the Cowboys lose I am picking I think it's just too much talk looking ahead to the next week's game I think their focus is all on Philly and they're going to be overlooking this Jaguars team they got scared last week by the Texans and then they feel like they didn't learn their lessons about not overlooking bad teams so I think it's more reverse jinx wish fulfillment but I am picking the I'm gonna pick the Cowboys just for the reverse jinx casino just for the reverse jinx. You're going Jaguars. I think this game is definitely closer yep. than the records indicate. Uh, also, this is one of those games that feels like last week where everybody was picking the Lions to beat the Vikings. And I was like, no way. Look at the records. No way. And then it happened. 
this is a week where everybody is picking the Jaguars. So I feel like I'm being like, no way, no way. And then they lose and it's going to be like, oh, literally everybody called it but me. But we'll see. Next up, a game that, boy, is this is this a rough game. The 4-9 and nine Cardinals at the 3-10 and 10 Denver Broncos. Both these teams are done. Both of them are out. The Cardinals lost. Uh, he's upstairs. Both of them uh, lost. Uh, there's or Kyler Murray is down for the Cardinals as of last game. Who you got for this one, Casino? Uh, Denver, just because it's at home. Um, I don't know how this is not a pick'em game. It's minus one and a half for for Denver. This is I will not watch a second of this game unless they pull it up on red zone. But with these two shitty offenses, I think it won't be up on red zone often. So yeah, I'm really excited about that not getting in the way of actually <laughs> good games. Um, but I won't even watch this game because I will be too busy at a game. Yeah, well, you'll be too busy at the next game. So I'm sorry, who did you pick for that one, Casino? I'm going to go Denver just because it's at home. Yeah, I'll go cards just in case uh, I can get the upset win here. All, but really, neither of these teams are fighting for anything. I, I think both these teams maybe have different head coaches as of next season. So... Who even knows? Uh, next up, we have the seven and six New England Patriots, your Patriots, at the five and eight Las Vegas Raiders. We will get a live report, or I guess a report of being there live as uh-huh. of next episode. Who you got, Casino? Oh man. Um, so Jacobs is is to my knowledge still playing, right? He's uh, not hurt. Yes. Yeah, see, so this is what worries me. I am going to pick my team just because I'm going to that game. I think I'm going to be the deciding factor. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be close enough um, to the players to where I'm going to make it happen. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to rally the troops. Um, but what does scare me is uh, Ramondre Stevenson for the Patriots. I really hope he plays in this game. Not just because it's the Patriots, and I think we'll be a better team, you know, with him. Obviously, we are, but playing back in Vegas in his home, you know, I'm, I I actually reached out to one of the old football coaches at our high school, and uh, he said that he was actually going to go to the game to support Ramon J, which is really, oh, that's really cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, because um, where we went to school, it's it's not rare where the students have become friends with the, the teachers later on. Um, And so I reached on out to him on, on Facebook and he was like, yeah, no, I plan on going to that game. So I really hope Ramondre Stevenson is playing. Um, But that's what scares me is not. Can I? So as of. uh, He's still showing doubtful on my fantasy. So these are the uh, Patriots players who did not practice in the last or in today's practice. <clears throat> Ramondre Stevenson, ankle, Jacoby Myers, concussion, Devontae Parker, concussion, the offensive tackle, Isaiah Wynn, and then quarterback Jake Jones, one with foot, one with knee. So if you don't have your running back and your two leading receivers, like this Patriots offense is rough, rough to watch as it is. What will this Patriots offense be with three of your starters out? So I will say this uh, last game, 
the running backs that had to fill in the spot, they actually had a decent game. Um, they they actually played pretty okay. Uh, but then again, it was against the Cardinals, so you know that's that's tough to watch. But um, strong, uh, strong junior. He had five attempts in rushing with seventy yards um, and a touchdown. So not too bad there. Um, Harris didn't do uh, too great. When I mean, we have, I mean, Kevin Harris because we have. Um, uh, Here, keep talking. I'll be right also. back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, and Ramondre Stevenson, he did go out, um, so hopefully he can come back. But he's not practicing, so he seems doubtful. Uh, but we do. Uh, Hunter Henry really stepped up. Um, he only had three uh, three targets last game but he was able to catch all of them for 70 yards. So pretty much it just needs to be another big game, um, big game for him. Um, it's going to be tough, but the Raiders defense, I, I've i seen too many flaws in it. Um, I don't know. BJ will have the statistics on, on their actual defense of a team. Um, actually, let me pull that up here. So they, for defense... There we go. Ba, ba, ba. If I can find it, maybe not. I can't see their actual stats because I'm on a different site than what he looks at. Um, but Raiders are only, with all, all of those injuries the Patriots have, the Raiders are only expected to win this game by one at home. Um, Belichick knows McDaniels and... Yes, McDaniels knows Belichick, but I take Belichick as a head coach over McDaniels any day. Um, so kind of what BJ was saying is uh, it, Raiders are still only favored by minus one, even with all of these teams injured or with all these players injured. Um, and Hunter Henry had a really good game for the Patriots last week. That Wait, the Raiders I, are favored? Raiders are favored by one how why are they do you think it is factoring in the injuries i i believe so but um i like what i've seen with mac jones recently we've talked about like mid-season how i was struggling to like what he was doing but he's still getting rid of the ball quick now and i do appreciate that um and i think matthew judon is going to get to car more than he thinks um, so I am going to go Patriots. I am going to be the factor at that game. Um, who do you got? You're probably going Raiders. Whoa. As of one hour ago, Jacoby Myers and Ramondre Stevenson did return to the field Friday for the final practice. So the last news story I read was talking about Thursday's practice. As of today, Stevenson and Myers did practice. So looks like they'll be game so time decisions. And if, I am actually in, even if even if even if they could do a little bit if they're in, um, I tell you right now, Ramondre Stevens can do everything he can to play his first professional football game back at home. Yeah, he's he's going to do everything he can for it. I guarantee. Yeah, it. I think um, I think this is going to be the Raiders' last stand. I am going to pick the Raiders. I think uh, there's a lot riding on this game. Obviously for. The Patriots, I think the Raiders are going in with just a who-gives-a-shit attitude. Uh, obviously, the Josh McDaniels of it all, but I just think the Raiders 
they've shown something the past couple weeks, right? They have a they have a good, potentially great offense with I think Carr is an undervalued quarterback. And then obviously they have he's not my favorite, but I think he is undervalued. Yeah. I think he uh or we also have Josh Jacobs, who is the leading rusher in the NFL, who has just gone off the past couple weeks, and then obviously Devontae Adams. So I think the Raiders have what it takes to be great. But they've had this they've had this talent all year. I know, but it's been the past couple of weeks where it's finally turning on. They're one of the teams that has turned it into gear, but obviously they turned it on too late because they're most or they're probably out of playoff contention. Obviously, if they win out, then there's some scenarios where they could get in, blah, blah, blah. But I think they win this game. Also, I'm just trying to get back on picks, so I'm tr- more trying to justify this pick to myself. I'm going Raiders. You're going Patriots. You'll be at the game, so can't wait to hear your report, Casino. Next up, uh, the a game that seems on paper should be good, but I don't think it will be. The 7-6 and six Tennessee Titans at the 7-6 and six Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, this is to play for the award of... Uh, not playing up to who everyone thought you would be award. Uh, so who do you think wins this one, Casino? I'm just going to go with Chargers at home. I can't tr- trust Tennessee right now. Uh, um, I'm going to do Chargers at home, minus three. Um, that's pretty much why I'm picking them. Um, Chargers, I think, have at least fought as of late. Tennessee's just looked really bad. Um, yeah. As of, well, yeah, let's see. So. so the Titans, they beat the Packers by 10. They lost by four to the Bengals. They lost by 25 to the Eagles. And then they lost last week by 14 to the Jaguars. So, yeah, but I mean, Chargers, you go with their last uh, four games. They lost to the Chiefs by three, beat the Cardinals only by one. And then they lost to the Raiders by seven. And they beat the Dolphins by six. So they're roller coaster. So all yeah. I'm doing is I'm just going to take Chargers at home. I'm just going to lay with the points there minus three. So that's what this is with. one where I think this feels like a classic Chargers game where everybody goes, oh, of course, like the Chargers, the Chargers, they have to win this game, of course. And then they lose it by. 10 points and you're like how the fuck did the chargers lose this game so i feel like all the hype was on chargers to start the season and then the season progressed and the hype fell off then it was nobody liked the chargers and then they started winning and now it's like that meme where it's like hype intensifies i think like you and i we've always liked the chargers it's just yes they were so riddled so it was tough for them to get anything going yeah I think I mean, I've always still liked them. I think Herbert's an amazing quarterback with what he's oh, yeah. been doing. No, no, I love what he's doing. I love the Chargers and injuries have derailed them, but it's also like stupid Charger shit that always derails them as well. And I think this is one of those games. Everybody's going to be picking them. Everybody's going to be like, Chargers are back. They're finally back. And then they lose this game and you don't understand it. We have That's... a lot of different picks this week because I, it sounds like you're going Tennessee. I am actually going Tennessee. I think it's the last gasp of Tennessee. I think all the money, all the picks are going to be on Chargers. It's going to fire up, you know, a Mike Vrabel team that I believe can be fired up and loves love Mike Vrabel and will fight Mike for Mike Vrabel's him. great. 
Yeah, so I'm picking the last gasp of the Tennessee Titans. I'm going Titans. Next up, a game I think we will agree on. The 9-4 and four Cincinnati Bengals at the 6-7 and seven Tampa Bay Bucks. I don't think – I think this has potential to be blowout of the week. Yeah, and it's crazy since he's only by uh, three and a half. Here's the thing. I, I just don't know about being a blowout. It's still a Tom Brady offense. I, I I know he's old. I know, but again, I don't think he's the main issue with that team. No. So I don't think it'll be a blowout, but I do have Cincy winning and, and actually three and a half. I think they win by a touchdown. Uh, I could see them winning by 10. I, I wouldn't put money on it because again, like you said, it's Tom Brady. So this we've been waiting for it all season for like the Tom Brady game where he just like haven't seen it. Yeah. And we haven't seen it. Could outside we see that, it here outside of that, that two touchdown comeback within five minutes. True. That was, maybe that was Tom the Brady. Tom Brady game. Yeah. Uh, but I'm but, not, but I'm not gotta, ballsy but enough. Again, talking about that game, the receivers actually caught the fucking football because he was putting it where they can catch it. And they actually made their plays. Oh, perfect. Kids uh, starting to wake up. So we got one more game or well, two more games on the docket, but one worth of note. The other shitty. Uh, uh, so we're both picking Bengals again. There's possibility, but Tom Brady has to be Tom Brady, which again, he still could be. So that, that is a possibility next up. You know what? Let's do the Monday night game first uh, because I feel like there's less to talk about the Baker Mayfield led Los Angeles Rams four and nine go into Green Bay to take on the five and eight Green Bay Packers. Who you got in this game, Casino? Um, I I don't agree at all with Green Bay minus seven. I think that's crazy. No. Um, however, I am going to stick with Green Bay on this one. Being in Lambeau, it's twenty three degrees. It's supposed to be uh, snowy. I'm going Green Bay just because. I I like Aaron Jones. He's on my, my fantasy team. I think they're going to give him the ball a lot in this game. At least they should in this game. Um, and I know Baker had that amazing, you know, comeback victory. But I – even if that happens again, I, you know, I won't expect that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Green Bay on this one. Um, minus seven, no. I think it's going to be a crappy game with the cold weather. Um, the, the over-under is only 39 and a half, and they have Green Bay by seven. Like, this game is going to be low scoring. It's going to be cruddy. I don't like it. So I'm just going to go Green Bay, being at home in the cold, give the ball to Aaron Jones, call it a day. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, this Los Angeles Rams defense has been pretty shit all year, except they are top five in rush defense so maybe if they can That's shut funny. down aaron jones uh aaron Rodgers has been having an off year maybe the uh resurgence at least for last week uh of baker mayfield gives them a shot i'm picking just strictly on upset i think i'm gonna go rams i think it's gonna be a tight game i think it's gonna You're be an really ugly game an unwatchable game some might say but It'll be at least this game. I won't. I, I honestly will. I'll watch the highlights, but I'll be I'll be honest with my viewers, with our viewers, my, my viewers. <laughs> um, I'm not watching this game. Yeah, this one seems like a rough watch. I'll still watch I mean, I'll it. Have to, I will have to watch it because I'll be at work and it'll be on, but I'm not watching this game. 
Yeah, uh, so I'm picking the Rams in the upset. The Baker Mayfield renaissance, the mayfield Assance continues oh, in my it? eyes. Uh, let's go to probably the most uh, important game in terms of a- NFC playoff seeding happens Sunday night. It's the 7-5-1 New York Giants at the 7-5-1 Washington Commanders. The one tie for both these teams was the first time these two played. So... Casino, so we, as we talked about it, they should just whoever wins this game should just get two wins on the docket. I agree. Call it a day. I agree. This game's oh, remember? Unfinished. I mean, well, this also we're doing that for our picks. Yes. Whoever picks this uh, one this, right gets two. Two. Yep. So this is the Patriots uh, Raiders flex game. So Patriots Raiders went down to one uh, the afternoon game, and this has got the Sunday night, which is understandable. Um, this is for the whole. This is for that last playoff spot. It's, you know, they tied last time. There's unfinished business. Um, but here's the deal. I'm picking Washington. I'm going to throw this out there first so you don't have time to pick them because now I know you're going to pick the Giants because you want two points on me. No, you're going Washington? No, no. I think I think the Giants are dead. I don't think – I haven't seen anything, especially just watch them play against the Eagles. I didn't see one thing in that game where I was like, they look good. Like the one touchdown drive they had was after like a botch snap on a punt for the Eagles. And then the rest they, was just they only garbage have, time. They only have one win out of seven weeks. And that was um, against the Texans. They did have a buy in that week um, on week nine. But out, so out of six games, they have one win. It was against the Texans because um, the tie is the tie. So, yep. I'm, yeah. The, they the literally Giants, lost. They were like, hey, look, 20... we're great. They, they lost to the Ravens 24 to 20. The Jaguars, or they beat 23 to 17, but then they lost to the Seahawks, barely beat the Texans, lost to the Lions, Cowboys, tied with the Commanders, got blown out by the Eagles, and now they're Sunday night for a shot at the playoffs. I just don't think there's I don't think there's any chance. No, I honestly since they got think... the Eagles again as their last game of the season and Vikings after this game. Yeah. They're done. They're, they're done. I think they're done. the that, Giants. That's why I think Detroit's gonna jump them in the playoffs. Yep. I think Washington gets moved. Um, Washington's gonna jump up to two, um, and so because right now with the wild card, how it sits is Commanders are still in uh, in the second wild card spot because Cowboys got the first. Um, but Seahawks, I think they're done with what their schedule is. Giants, they're done with their, their schedule. Lions, I really do think that they'll pull this off. Because uh, they play the Panthers, Bears, and Packers after the Jets, which we both pick the Lions off the Jets. Yeah, so, um, yeah. I I really think the Lions are going to make the playoffs, and I'm just hoping about it. This game should be fun. Go Heineke! You still haven't drinking your fucking beer. Okay, you Whatever. know what? For two points, I will get a Heineke, uh, a Heineken next episode, guaranteed. I just need you to remind me because I will forget. Uh, but Or how about I won't remind you and I'll have some of my own. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. But that that'd was our week 15 views. picks. Be good for the views. Uh, do you want to uh, take a break and then we'll come back and do hockey and basketball real quick? Um, She's not. She, I heard her talking, but now I think she's just kind of like chilling in her crib. So I'm. let's just try to roll through this. Oh, well, no, I was saying that because I need to take a break. 
Let's say you need to take a break. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back with basketball and hockey talk, and then we'll get out of He's here. being a good dad. I'd say just leave the kid in the <laughs> Oh. <laughs> All right. We are back from taking care of our children. Uh, now, what everybody's been waiting for, we've held it off long enough because, you Every- know. What? Being bringing my beanie back? I know. Uh, that's... There's two things. One is the beanie back. It's Beanie Fridays here on the Only Sports Podcast. I'm also, he's back. What? <laughs> Casino brought the beanie back. What? <laughs> uh, what Casino also, uh, should I say, brought back was sexy, and that was because it was mandate date night i'm trying (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh me and casino last sunday went to uh a mandate we went and saw the golden knights take on the boston bruins we ate some pizza we did some mouth stuff some hand stuff some uh (laughs) it doesn't involve pizza no it involved alcoholic beverages we picked it up with our hand put it in our mouths and then we went home and we woke up sore the next morning because we were cheering so hard so casino anything uh to report from our date night uh, that we haven't already covered yeah you didn't call me back you didn't text me three days after so now i'm in this will they won't they situation does he like me does he not i don't know I put up with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, no, I mean, I think we kind of talked about our, our our wonderful experience, and you know, I won some money, which was phenomenal. Oh, that's true. Time. I forgot that part. Oh yeah, you don't remember talking about this last segment? I do. Or last episode, you mean? Yeah. I don't think we talked about the win you winning money part. So obviously, we're in Vegas, so uh, we're always within five feet of a casino here in vegas right we all live on the strip so that's what my wife says (laughs) get it yeah and i am always five minutes away from a craps table if you know what i'm saying (laughs) because any table could be a craps table uh depending on what you ate before so we were at (laughs) next to the craps table was the roulette table casino bet his lucky number walked away with a couple a couple big ones. More uh, than a couple. I walked away with almost five good big ones. And we're talking not we're not talking like uh G's here. I, I would lose my shit. No, no. It was not a taxable number. <laughs> I know a lot of our fan base is the IRS. So cause see this is all above the books, by the books, no need to, you know. <laughs> but uh, uh yeah, let's fun. Yeah, uh, but we watch so with that game, we're gonna move into hockey. The Knights lost to the Bruins. Um, however, that still so that still keeps let's start over on the Easter Conference. That still keeps the Bruins with only twenty-nine games played. With only twenty-nine games played. Hold on, my dog's about to rip down my door. <laughs> so we saw the Bruins beat the Golden Knights. I think what Casino is so, going sorry, for. I'm back. I'm gonna take Record? over. No, I'm yeah. taking over. Uh right, the, go, go. The, the, the kids eating next to me and the dogs wanted they knew it. You can smell it. Uh, anyway, the Bruins only have 29 games played, um, 23 wins, four losses, and two overtime losses with 48 points. Um, a staggering 112 goals for and 64 against. Uh, their adult goal differential is 48. 
which is absolutely just mind-boggling of a of a stat. Um, crushes anything in the West. The best West goal differential is actually the Dallas uh, Dallas Stars. Um, you've got plenty of quarters there, honey. Uh, at twenty twenty seven, so that's massive. Um, the Bruins just they light it up. So um, luckily, the Knights when we went out on our wonderful date night only held them to three goals down three of the Vegas's uh, top defensemen missing the three of their tops uh three of their top six there um on the on the d line um the second best goal differential is uh who is leading currently in the metropolitan um in the devils and they're still moving along um still crushing with they got 44 points um they've only played 30 games so technically the golden knights are still ahead of them in points um and so the Maple Leafs are currently tied with them with points as well, uh, sitting at 44. The Knights have 45, but the Knights have played two extra games than, um, than the Devils. But so sitting in the Atlantic Division currently um, through about 30 games is roughly the average of how many games have every team has played. Um, we've got the Bruins, Maple Leafs, and Lightning atop the Atlantic Division for the three into the playoffs there. Um, no real surprise out of that division. Uh, those were kind of the ones that, you know, I thought, uh, there was a little point in time there where, uh, the lightning were struggling a bit, but you know, they've moved on up, um, the metropolitan hurricanes sitting in the second spot to the surprise, even though we knew they were going to be better, the surprise leader of that division with the New Jersey devils. They're still crushing it. They're, they've scored over 100 goals uh, this season for their team, um, but they have let in a little bit. But I, like I said, they got the second-best goal differential up against Boston. But Boston's 48-plus in the goal diff just crushes any other team. Um, Penguins, I mean, that's a pretty good tight race over there. You do have the Hurricanes-Penguins um, tied with 40 points, the Rangers at 37, Islanders at 35. Um, caps at 34 so really they're all kind of within striking distance of being at that 40 mark caps a little bit not too much they played a couple more games than everybody else but um, that covers pretty much the east so we're we're rolling up here on to um, about the 41 game mark about 10 games to go and then we're halfway through the season uh, once we've said kind of with NBA as well as soon as the season the football season i know my kid just wants food um as soon as the the football season ends we'll dive pretty hard into the playoffs of the hockey and um and give you more stats of like game to game stats of players as well as the nba well also nba and nhl it's pretty much once they get past the all-star games right then it's like finally starts to kick in yeah and that's that's when i think it'd be pretty important to talk about uh stats However, do want to touch there on um, staying over, uh, staying over in the Metropolitan Division uh, with the Capitals. Uh, Alexander Ovechkin Ovi did reach the 800 mark in goals, and he did it in. So he's, I don't think they played since he did it. Um, I think they play again tonight, but um, 
he did. He's only um, a game behind uh, Gordy Howie um, for second most goals ever. Uh, still trailing. Uh, still trailing. Uh, uh, the great one. No, wait, not the great. Who is he? Who is the leader? Why am I totally blanking? Anyway, uh, he's still got about. Yeah, it is Gretzky. Um, uh, sorry, he still is a little behind on reaching him. He's got a little over 100, but Ovi did get his 800 games, uh, 800 goals with a hat trick, which good for him. That's a, that's always awesome to to reach that number and then do it with a hat trick. That is absolutely phenomenal for him. Um, so moving over to now the Western Conference. Like I said, I'm a kid. You're almost done with food. I, I don't have much more to give you. Um, so we're doing this live. We're doing this live. Um, the Stars and the Jets, they're pretty much duking it out on the Central Division, um, which is quite nice um, to see that happen. Um, I am – the Avs are still a little below, um, which is a little shocking. Uh, there are only two two points away with a game in hand against the Wild for the third spot. But I did tell you that they were going to have a fall off this season, and boy, have they. Um, so that one is outside of the Stars and Jets is kind of bleak. And then moving over to our division uh, for BJ and I, uh, Golden Knights still sitting on top, though, but they have played 32 games. Uh, but they are rolling with a 45 points, so they are – well above there with the Kings have played an extra game. They are still eight points ahead of them. Um, so that's, that's four full games. So the Knights are pretty much going to, looks like they're going to be rolling into this, um, rolling into this break. Um, all done. Rolling into this break with uh, a massive lead in the Pacific. Um, they do have a little bit of a weaker schedule coming up too. So I can see them continuing on that. The Kraken still surprising everybody. They're still saying they are tied with the Oilers um, and uh, the Flames are not too far behind, but they're still sitting in that third spot. So kudos to the Kraken for coming out and having a good season. Didn't expect that. Uh, like well, I said, I expected uh, beginning season Oilers and Flames would be in that top. And then I thought Kings would be four, but. Good for the well, Kraken. Well speaking done for of them. the Kings, the interesting thing is they're second with uh, 16 and 12, but they have a minus 11 goal differential. So yeah. they've had more goals scored against them than they've scored still yeah. 16 want, and 12. I want That's to crazy. touch on that as well. Like that is absolutely insanity. I mean, the Golden Knights is not great. Uh, they're at 22 goal diff, but they're, they're able to win games. Um, like I said, nothing like the Bruins with a 48 goal diff. Like they're just crushing it. Yeah. Um, well, even with the Devils, with the gold, 32. The gold, yeah. Jesus. 32 is the next best, as I was saying. You were kind of walking away. But um, yeah. um, with Golden Knights, they are the best team on the road this year. Um, they just seem to crush it, and they won again on the road last night. Um, so this has been an absolute joy to watch them on the road. I, every Knights fan is more comfortable with them on the road. Oh, actually, it was two nights ago. Um Oh, wait, no. No, it was last night. Today's Friday. Um, so, yeah, they did win last night. Uh, so, yeah, pretty good. But they did win against the worst team in, in hockey, which currently is 
the Chicago Blackhawks with only 18 points um, total. So I will take having 41 uh, or I will take having 45 points rolling in with still 10 games to go before you hit the break. So been pretty good, been pretty fun. So now uh, can we move over to the NBA casino? Yeah. There's my kid for those who kind of saw her as I was lifting her out. <laughs> now, now she's growling at me. Go drink some Wawa. Yeah. We're doing All it right. live. Like I said, that's what makes this show so great is we got dogs barking. We got kids crying and kids yelling. It's fantastic. This is Man, the podcast of the people, right? Yeah. People can relate. People can yeah. relate. Oh yeah. Uh, but really the NBA, the story up to this point is the emergence or the i i don't even know what to call it it's it's crazy of the grizzlies and the pelicans the grizzlies uh and pelicans are both 18 and 9 or no the well the grizzlies won last night and not only did they win i watched this game uh uh when i was at work it was on uh nba tv the grizzlies absolutely annihilated annihilated the um the bucks uh 142 to 101 which was i mean that game was never close they just wiped the floor Giannis played and they absolutely wiped the floor with him i mean he's uh uh only had 19 points but of course Morant just with 25 and 26 minutes, which was crazy, crazy. So the West now seems to have two just new contenders, new uh, front runners taking over the spot of the Suns. Nuggets are right there, but really it's been all Grizzlies and Pelicans. The Grizzlies have not lost in December, which is crazy because we're almost done with December, but they are wiping the floor with teams. The Pelican Zion is now emerging as what we all thought Zion would be, you know, obviously before injuries and stuff kind of took him uh, out of the mix of like the next, you know, transcendent player. Morant is, I think is already there. He's fun to watch on the East. It's still Celtics, uh, but it's kind of slipping a little. The Celtics were the clear favorites. Now they had just the one of the weirdest games I've watched all season to the Lakers and then to the Warriors. They lost the Warriors game. The oh, Lakers dude. came back from like 25 to tie it and then it but, went into OT. But that that game was that game was fun to watch. I was watching at the bar um the the, the Lakers Celtics game and that shot. This is why Jason Tatum is 100% the clear runner right now for MVP. Did you see that fade back Kobe Kobe fade jumper yeah. over LeBron to tie it up? Oh, yeah. That well, was that that was one of the best shots I've seen uh all year if not the best shot that it was against the best LeBron. He did that wonderful step back. Um it was Kobe-esque and I loved it. Well, and then the Lakers have had a weird uh, week. They went to OT against the Sixers. And the only reason they went to OT is because Anthony Davis missed one of two free throw attempts, which on the season, he's an 80% free throw shooter. So he's good at the free throw line. So I've, I've heard that argument um, after the game. However, 
Lakers would not have been in that game if it wasn't for oh, the yeah. off-the-line performance of Anthony Davis. So, yes, he did miss that free throw, but they wouldn't even been close to being in it if he didn't have the game that he had. Well, no, he had 31 uh, points, 12 rebounds in that game, but the obviously people are giving him shit for that game because it literally was time was expired. He got two free throws. He made the first one to tie it. And then if he made the second one, the game's over and they win, but he just missed it. And then they went into OT and then got uh, ran off the floor. Like that. Once it went to OT, the Sixers just took over and never looked back. Then they won against the Pistons and then they had, that game they lost against the Celtics, but I actually like them more coming out of that Celtics game because they rallied back down. I believe at one point it was like 25 points. They rallied back down, took it to OT, and then the Celtics barely beat them in OT. It wasn't the Sixers game where they just didn't have a chance. Like that game was close from the what fourth quarter on to OT, and then they barely lost. So Lakers showing something. I mean, uh, Westbrook wasn't bad in that game. Uh, obviously, Anthony Davis and LeBron, they kind of have to do what they've been doing every night to even have a shot at winning. But yeah, uh, what is it? Westbrook was 35 minutes, 20 points, 14 rebounds, five assists. Like, that's who you want. There's still the, you know, the trio and LeBron had 33 in that game. Davis had 37. So, you know, when Westbrook can be Westbrook, they, they, they don't look bad. I mean, I still think they're at most the eighth seed or in the play in game to get into the playoffs, but still other teams that are surging uh, nets kind of look like they're finally starting to be the Nets we predicted they would be. Sixers right behind him at the fifth spot. The Knicks have won five in a row. They just uh, wipe the floor with, I can't, uh, oh, with the Bulls. I mean, they won that game in OT, but they dominated that game for most of it. And then, yeah, over in the West, the Suns are kind of slipping back, but they're still in it. Uh, Trailblazers are the surprising team this year, uh, right there with the Kings. Both those teams staying strong at the five and six. Uh, Jazz, Jazz, Clippers, Mavericks. Clippers have shown a little something. Mavericks, I still think, are wildly, wildly disappointing because Luka, I feel, is the front runner for MVP right now. Only well, I, I, like, at least tied with Tatum. I love Luka. He's or Luka. He he is phenomenal. I feel so sorry for him. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a rough uh, a rough team. It's basically him or they lose and it's more, you know, uh, as their record indicates, they're 14 and 14, so even when he has a good game they still can't pull it out. But NBA's getting real interesting because there's a lot of teams in it that we were thinking was a year or two ahead or you know, they'd be playing for the 7th or 8th. I mean, the Grizzlies and Pelicans being number 1 and 2 is in the west is crazy on the east it's kind of the cavaliers obviously still behind the celtics and bucks the bucks just got wrong uh just destroyed destroyed last night so i don't know if nba is getting interesting again i still don't think the nba should start before christmas i really think that should be opening day but what are you gonna do what are you gonna do know. uh all right casino we want to uh touch on anything before we get out of here I think we covered quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, last thing we said we were going to say on our uh, NHL 
hockey night date is uh the origin of oh, jeff's created yeah. meme the what the, the meme yeah that is so point. and first off uh we have to talk about we go to our seats and there's just this random little old weirdo like in our row who you could tell by his vibe and everything he was not supposed to be in our row and he was there around us because we were kind of like towards the middle of our row another big party comes in sits in where that guy you know he was like sitting where there was like three seats on one side two seats on the other he was sitting in the middle a big party comes up basically are like those are our seats and he kind of just goes oh oh sorry moves in front of us to empty seats next to us without even like saying excuse me like he just i was yeah. just sitting and he like sat on my lap to get across me like, I know. it was give me time to stand up yeah it was again weird weird guy he goes and sits next to us another group comes and is like those are our seats so then he gets up goes to the seat in front of us which there had been people in the entire game and they went up to like go get a drink and, and, and or go to the two, bathroom and, or something and these two ladies remember remember the two ladies are important for later but they were like <laughs> oh yeah that that's uh where our parents are sitting um like you're gonna have to move and he was like okay and so he just jumped again in front of them yeah and this I is all within i wanted to punch what the first five minutes of the game like i couldn't even focus on the game i could not focus on the game yeah. all i was was just wanting to punch this old dude in the face because <laughs> he's not even supposed to be there and he's not like old i'm not saying like, like this, this dude was probably early 50s mid I would say, yeah, I would say early fifties, early, say early to mid fifties, something like that. But just like a creepy vibe. He wasn't even wearing a jersey of either team. It I don't like even it know like, what jersey that was. I think it was a minor league team, but I, I hi, but it was just <laughs> weird. It did not look right. No, he was just total hide your kids, hide your wife vibe. Uh, <laughs> hide your parents. He's stealing their parents. seats. He's stealing their seats. But so. The meme comes from the fact that with the parents were two daughters who they both had to be minimum 21 because they were drinking the entire time. I mean, so were me and Casino, so nothing wrong with that. But they acted like they were young. Yeah, well, they had to have been at least 21, 22. But they, so the creepy guy starts talking to them because they're two attractive, like, blonde sisters or whatever. And so creepy guy starts talking to them. They form like this weird bond with him. And then they're taking pictures with him. I they're don't like, think they understood. I think, I think one of the sisters started to realize, but that he was a fucking got, creep. Yeah. So it, where it, where I got creeped out beyond reason, but I, I don't, I didn't know what to do. You know, I'm not their parents. Their parents were up getting concessions or whatever. The thing that creeped me out was the gentleman. I don't even call him gentleman. The fucking weirdo um, <laughs> was like, "Oh, you know, can I get a picture? You know, yada yada." And okay, fine. He wants to document his, you know, his trip with a picture with those two. Whatever, you know, he can lie to his friends and say that he hooked up with them. Whatever, <laughs> you know, creepy old dude. But then he goes. So she gets down. One of the the, the more flirtatious one. She gets down, steps down in front. And he was like, no, no, I was just going to take a picture of you two. 
what yeah dude a complete stranger he was like taking selfies with them like casita was saying and it was like all in good fun like oh we made a friend at the hockey game then he goes he we literally heard this because again he they're in the row it's like tight seating so we're hearing fucking everything this guy goes can i take a picture of you two and both me and casino looked at each other like what and then again creepiest part of all they let him and this dude was just snapping away like snapping snapping away we're uncomfortable Later with on, what's going to happen with those pictures away Jesus yeah christ and then uh so eventually so i feel like at that point then the tide had turned to them being like oh this guy's creepy they clearly felt like oh that was creepy everybody around us is creeped out by this right you could feel the vibe was just like this is fucking weird so then the parents return uh they're sitting in the seats and then you start talking to the brother who was also there about like the hockey and then one of the girls starts like he was like the, he was like the only real fan out of the family for yeah the Bruins. um so yeah they were in town um so i we he was saying some hockey stuff and I do this all the time at sporting events. Like if there's somebody intelligent talking about the, the sport or a player, you know, I like to, you know, chime in if it felt like it was right. And, you know, it, it did. He was literally directly right in front of me. So it was, it was fine. So we yeah. started talking and uh, continue. And then, uh, Somebody starts, uh, I think you start cheering or the mom jumps in and now it's the mom and the brother. The dad just like disappeared. He was gone from like third period on, never came back. Uh, the Maybe he told them he was going out for cigarettes or milk and then this is a family tragedy. You know, maybe something like that happened. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but um, the brother... Uh, casino starts hitting on the brother. The brother and him are talking. <laughs> so, if my the, wife listened to this, I was hitting on the brother. the brother, the brother, and you said that was okay. I remember you saying that was okay, but um, the mom jumps in. We're all like joking around. Something happens in the game. We start cheering. The daughter, like the clearly flirtatious of the two daughters, turns around to us and just starts like playfully booing at us. So then we start having, you know, playful banter with the mom, the sister, the brother, the other sisters over there. Um, and then, you know, that it's like kind of like flirtatious. I would even say with the mom. The mom was a little flirtatious as well. The yeah. brother, obviously, you and him are having your own thing over there. So then the mom and sister are uh, like little flirtatious. And then when we're leaving, what do you say and what does she say back? Yeah, yeah. So I was, um, let, let me see how I, it was like, um, she was like, sorry about your team or something like, you know, sorry that your team lost, ha ha ha, whatever. And I was like, it's fine. And me getting like super, I was like, we lost our third best defenseman in the middle of the game. We we're down defender. I'll take, you know, I'll take that. That's fine. I guess the best team in the league. And she, she just, without skipping a beat, as this is as BJ and I were like walking, started walking down the aisle to leave you know as i was saying that because that's why she said you know have a good you know sorry about your team as we were leaving and then without skipping a beat she just goes i'll have you two whoa what and then we both flashed our rings and we're like we're happily married no thank you ma'am 
and uh, yeah, but when but when the brother winked at me, I took it off and put it uh, in my and, pocket. So. Yeah, yeah, because that's allowed. But uh, <laughs> so then we made a huge uh, joke in our friend group chat where we were like, "Me and Casito just got totally hit on at the hockey game," which, like, probably it happened. I mean, it kind of did. Like they, she was clearly flirtatious. So was the mom. But obviously, we were both wearing our wedding rings, so nothing like that's gonna happen. But it was just a fun story. And then you know where you tell your guy friends about that, and then it just keeps snowballing, snowballing. <laughs> and then Jeff sent that meme after the game when me and Casino were the meme, which was last episode on YouTube, uh, the the thumbnail. Uh, Jeff sent that to me and Casino's group chat that we have with all our guy friends. And Casino laughed so hard at it, he was crying while eating his pizza. And I was witness to it, and I was laughing so hard, I almost choked on my pizza. It was a really funny joke, and that's why it had to be our episode uh, thumbnail so for last episode. Shout out to Jeff. Jeff, you are going to be our first guest. We're going to make it happen. The viewers, yeah. they want to see it. Also, uh, so hearing the story and hearing about the thumbnail, if you haven't, go to YouTube, see the thumbnail for that last episode. Um, Subscribe, like, comment. It's just two chicks, and they're they're whispering each other like they make the only sports podcast. It's fucking hysterical. (laughs) I was dying. It it was brilliant, well-placed, well-timed. And yeah, so that's our story. There wasn't nothing to it really, but it was still funny that that was the end game of it. But uh, we're in the end game now because that's the end of the podcast, Casino. This is a long episode. So this uh, was a long episode for, for those viewers who have been only making it not the whole episode, but averaging and only making about an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah. You, you got I a lot. still love you, but watch the rest. <laughs> and, I want uh, to yell at you, but I'm not going to because I appreciate you that you're watching still some. So continue and, to watch yeah. that. Watch on our YouTube channel, The Only Sports Podcast. Follow us uh, or subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast on Spotify. We're on all of them. Uh, I've been Will. That's been Casino right over there. Well done. Well done. This my, is my child, as you saw. Yeah. Uh, my child off mic, my wife's grandma off mic. This has been a star, star-studded affair. And um, we'll see you here Monday or Tuesday for next week's episode. And you may yeah. or may not get a thumbnail Ooh, of me true. at the game. You definitely will. And we'll get live report from Casino at the Raiders Patriots game. So Just yeah. Like I did the live report last time. And you know what? I'll bring uh some Christmas. We'll bring some Christmas cheer to next week's episode as well. Next week, Christmas. We'll have to talk about that off mic. All right. Well, Adios, and, Casino. And Christmas and happy holidays. That's true. We're Hanukkah, Chanukkah, the other ones. Chanukkah. Right. Exactly. She's cool. I like her. <laughs> we might Adios. Have to <laughs> <laughs> um, 